Have you ever had that gut-wrenching feeling that something in your relationship is just not right? It's just something deep inside of you that tugs daily and you are looking for answers. Well, beautiful, it could just be the Holy Spirit raising some red flags for you to let you know that something in the relationship is not quite right. That's right, beautiful. We are going to be talking about red flags in the relationship before and after betrayal on today's broadcast of Beauty Beyond Betrayal. Hey beautiful, it's Lisa and this is Beauty Beyond the Trail, the podcast designed for women who want to find hope and healing in the midst of betrayal trauma and loss. Each week I help you navigate the murky waters of betrayal trauma by bringing you insight, wisdom, and ways to overcome the trauma and loss that you've experienced. I help you explore ways to heal, recover, and redesign your life the way you desire it to be. One that is lived passionately, out loud, on purpose, full of impact, joyful, and free, the way God intended it to be. I also bring in all things Jesus because he's the one who ultimately brings us into our healing and freedom from betrayal trauma. So beautiful, grab your favorite latte or a glass of wine, pull up a chair, and focus on yourself for the next few minutes. Let's dive into what it really means to rise up from the ashes of betrayal and loss into a life redesigned. Welcome back, gorgeous. I'm really glad you're here. I have had a number of conversations lately with some beautiful women who have experienced betrayal. And, you know, their questions were, Lisa, if I could have just seen the red flags, if I would have just been aware, maybe I could have learned a long time before and maybe not have been as traumatized. Well, first off, beautiful, let me know, you still would have been traumatized. There's no doubt about it. But also, you know, I agree with that. If we could recognize the red flags, I think we could kind of be, quote, ahead of the game, so to speak. So I want to give you some some before and after betrayals today. So some of the red flags that you can look for in your relationship before the betrayal happens that could kind of be those signals to show you that something's quite you know, not quite right, and something could be going on. It doesn't mean that it has to be, but it could be a red flag for you, something to look for. And then after the betrayal happens and you've decided to move forward in the relationship and you've both decided to work on it, what red flags can you look for to know whether or not he's really in recovery and not just in what we call sobriety? And I will do a broadcast completely on both of those later on. So today, ladies, let's jump into it because we've got a lot to cover. So first off, before the betrayal, there are certain things in a relationship that I know for me personally, as well as statistically, that show that things quite might not be quite right. These could be red flags that could tell you that something is going on with your significant other, your boyfriend, your husband, uh, your fiance, that something's just not quite right in the relationship. Something's wrong with him, right? So the first one I want to talk about is that, you know, you used to have a great sex life, but all of a sudden that 
that's kind of dwindled, you know? You've noticed that he's pulled back. He's not as active in the sex life uh, arena with you. And you wonder why, because your sex life was pretty good. And now all of a sudden, it's not so good. Beautiful, that could be because he is in an emotional affair or a physical affair or both. And his time is being spent elsewhere. Now, there are those instances where even though he is in um, an affair, he is uh, involved with someone else, he could still be having sex with you as well. That's why it's so vitally important for you after you have discovered that there has been infidelity, that you make sure you uh, schedule yourself an appointment with your OBGYN and get checked. That is vitally important. And I have a whole free ebook, the link is below in the show notes, that you can download to show you your first nine steps that you need to take after D Day. And that's one of them because it's crucial in your healing process. Number two, his cell phone has all of a sudden become locked down like Fort Knox and it's off limits to you. He may be carrying it around in his pocket all the time. You may notice when he goes to the bathroom or to the bedroom or to the kitchen, it's in his back pocket. It's in his hands. He doesn't leave it on, on the nightstand or the coffee table or the side table anymore. No, no. It is with him at all times. And he probably has a password. And if he didn't have a password before, he has a new one. And if he did have a password, he's probably changed it. And this is because he is involved and there are text messages, there are emails, there are, there's evidence in there that he is hiding from you and he doesn't want you get to get a hold of. That's one of the first things I noticed is, is he was carrying that, that cell phone everywhere. It was literally attached to his being. And so this is a red flag for someone who has never been that way before, but all of a sudden they are. Number three is they all of a sudden need space. You may have had a very close relationship prior. They wanted to be with you all the time. They wanted to go places with you, hang out with you. But all of a sudden, you have noticed that they need their space. Oh, I need to go out with the guys more. Or, you know, I'm just taking a drive. Whatever it is. Or they're spending maybe quite a lot of time outside. They disappear outside for long periods of time. They need their space. So this could be a red flag for you. Number four, bedtime has changed. You know, a lot of times in our relationship, we have a tendency to start going to bed at the same time together. I don't know about you, but that's true with me and my husband. And I noticed that all of a sudden, he started going to bed later than I did. Now, that was, that was flag number one. But then, all of a sudden, when the excuses started to maybe sleep on the couch or sleep in the other bedroom, huge, huge red flag. That is that isolation starting that's pulling away from you. Um, and it's changing the normal routine. Definitely a red flag. Number five, they are unreliable and or kind of get very flaky. You know, you could rely on them in the relationship before. You could ask them to stop by the store. They would remember it. You could ask them to pay a bill. They would remember it. The different things that you could rely on your spouse for, all of a sudden, they 
totally forget and use that excuse quite often. Oh, I forgot. It wasn't on my radar. So they're unreliable, which is totally out of character for them. So that definitely is also a red flag. The next one. They take up this insatiable urge to become physically fit. (laughs) You heard me right. Um, They want to get their physique in order. They want to look good. You notice that, you know, they might be eating better and all of a sudden they have a gym membership or they're working out like crazy. Or if they, you know, did have a gym membership, they're going quite often and they, you know, taking notice of how they, they look and they're, you know, buying their clothes to show off their new physique. These are red flags because if they're not doing it normally and all of a sudden this is a drastic change, usually it's because they are really seeking to look good for the uh, other woman. They're really trying to get on her radar, so to speak. They're feeling good about themselves because the um, affair partner is tweaking their ego, so they're going to definitely make sure that they look good. All right, the next one is when you confront them about any of these red flags, they have a major outburst. Like they're, they start to gaslight you. You're crazy. You're just imagining all of this. None of this is taking place. And they turn it around on you, which equates into the next red flag, which is where they start to blame you. Now, this happened to me, where my husband was all of a sudden telling me, well, you're the one that's probably having the affair. You know, they they mirror what is going on in their life, and they project it onto you to make you look like the villain. The, vil- the villain. <laughs> they make you look like the bad guy, right? So they're going to gaslight you. They're going to make you feel like you're crazy because this is like, no, no, this can't be happening. This is not true. It's all in your head. These are red flags. The next one is their interests change. In other words, things that you used to do together, maybe you used to hike together, work out together, uh, hunting together, playing golf together. Um, there were different hobbies and things you liked to do together, traveling, what have you. But all of a sudden, his interests have changed. He's taking up new interests that seem really odd to you. And you wonder why. Well, it's usually because the affair partner has these interests. And so he's seeking to develop these interests so he can have something in common with her. Now, the last one prior to the betrayal that I want to address this red flag is um, it's twofold. The first one is that they increase their time away from home. Maybe they, quote, take a second job or spend more time with the guys or they're working late all the time or they take more business trips than they used to. This is a red flag because all of a sudden their time at home is far and few between. And they're spending more time away from home than they do at home. And when they are home, they're really not there. Maybe just in body, but that's about it. They may come home, they may isolate themselves, 
throw themselves into a television station or they might just, you know, eat dinner and just lay on the couch or their recliner and go to sleep, right? These are red flags that you can be looking for prior to finding out that they are having an affair. Now, it doesn't always mean that they are, but they are pretty good statistics that show they could be in an affair and you might be in discovery very, very soon. Now, there are also some red flags after you find out about the affair. After D-Day, after you have discovered, yes, you were right, and now the red flags pointed to it, they were in a full-blown affair, being emotional, physical, and or both. Well, what are some red flags after the fact? You know, sometimes after D-Day, we choose to um, maybe reconcile and heal the relationship, not to, you know, pick up from where we left off because the marriage, the relationship prior to the affair is dead and gone. It doesn't exist anymore. You can't just pick up where you left off. You have to rebuild a brand new relationship. You have to have something brand new. You start over. And so if you've decided to do that, and you've decided to move forward and rebuild this new relationship, what are some red flags that you need to be looking for that could tell you that he's not quite putting in the work, that he's coasting, so to speak, that he is, you know, he's in sobriety, which means he's basically not in an affair, but he's not really in recovery. He's not doing the hard work of what it takes to fully heal the relationship so that you can move forward to something that is even better than before and long lasting. Well, the first one, beautiful, is that you will hear him say, you know, you need to start trusting me. You need to trust when I tell you something. If he is pushing the issue and saying that you need to trust him right out the gate as you start to rebuild this relationship after betrayal, that is a red flag because he needs to understand through his recovery process and through his counseling, coaching, therapy, whatever he's in, whether it's together or separately, he needs to understand that it's not a one and done for you. This is a journey. This is not a sprint. This is a long marathon for you. After D-Day, he breathes a sigh of relief because everything's out in the open. There's no longer this secret life that he's having to live. These two lives that he's trying to keep separately anymore so he can breathe a little clearer. For you, your journey has just begun. So you are traumatized, you are devastated, and you're having to work through this massive recovery process. And for you to all of a sudden be told, well, you just need to trust me? No, no. Beautiful, that is a definite red flag and needs to be addressed with him in a very loving way to let him know that he's not quite understanding and he needs to speak with someone that can help him understand where you really are in the process. The second red flag is when he tells you, when are you going to get over this? 
<laughs> I've heard that quite often, and I address it quite quickly now. Um, when they tell you you need to just get over this, that is a definite red flag because once again, they don't understand the trauma that they have inflicted upon you because of the betrayal. You don't just get over the fact that the one that you love, trusted, and gave your heart to, that you were loyal to, has had an affair, has completely betrayed your relationship and your trust. And until they understand that, they are never going to be able to be fully in, in the relationship. And you're never going to be able to fully trust them in the relationship. You can't just get over it, beautiful. It's something that you have to work through. It is a process and it is a journey and it is not an easy one. The third one is when they tell you, you worry too much. You know, they might be going to the store and you might say, okay, where are you going? Um, you know, what are you going for? And you're asking questions and they get a little perturbed at this point And they're like, well, why are you asking all these questions? You just worry too much. I told you everything's fine. Well, that's a red flag because again, they're not understanding. And that's where you need to have a deep in-depth conversation with them and let them know, look, you know, because of your past behavior, I have every right to feel the way that I do. And right now, I need you to meet me halfway here, and I need you to let me know where you're going, what time you're going to be there, and what time you're going to be back. And beautiful, if it would make you feel more comfortable to put a Life360 tracker app on their phone, then go for it. I did that for a while. But there came a time where I realized that it inundated my life, and I had to let that go. But for a short period of time, it helped me to know where he was so that when he would tell me where he was going, I could track it. And I saw that he was actually doing what he said he was going to do. So it decreased my worry and it increased the trust value. So if you need that, by all means, have that conversation. Okay, number five, they push you to have sex. Now, beautiful, this is where the ball is in your court, so to speak, okay? You don't have to automatically have sex with him when he is ready to have sex with you. You've been traumatized. And this is your call. And if he comes back and says, well, you know, we need to start repairing this. Well, yes, but in your timing, not in his. Because that vulnerability of that sexual relationship has been violated when he invited someone else into the marriage bed. And that is a great counseling conversation to have in couples counseling because he needs to understand that for you, you're going to be dealing with you know, the trauma that's involved in that, flashbacks, memories, it, it's going to be very emotional. I know that it was for me. You know, it was a very emotional thing when I decided it was time to have sex with my husband again after the betrayal. I cried during that time. It was just a very high emotional time for me. And it took quite a while for me to actually get to where I felt more comfortable in that department of our relationship. But it took a lot of 
counseling. It took a lot of speaking through that and working through that process. The last one I want to address with you today is if he is still talking about the betrayal as a mistake. Let me give you a point in, a case in point. Let's say that he's talking to you and he says, babe, look, I know I made a big mistake. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Darling, it wasn't a mistake, okay? It was a free will choice. And beautiful, you need to understand that. And you need to call a spade a spade and you need to let him know that up front. Babe, no, this was not a mistake. This was your free will choice. Because the truth of the matter is this. They don't just fall into this. This is something that was going on deep inside their own self, their own psyche, whatever issues that they may be dealing with, whether it's low self-esteem, whether they were having issues, um, you know, at work or what have you, whatever it is, it was his issue. Nothing more, nothing less. It was something deep within him. And then he made a conscious choice when the affair partner started showing interest and they started the dabbling with the talking and maybe text messages, maybe, you know, meeting up after work for a drink, whatever the situation was, it's it was this process that started. And I know that there are some men that'll say, oh, babe, it was just this one night affair. I got drunk with the guys and it just happened. It just doesn't happen. It's not just a mistake, beautiful. If he put himself in a predicament where he was out with the guys, got that stone cold drunk to where he ended up in bed with another woman, there's something deep inside of him that needs to be worked out through counseling and therapy. Because the truth of the matter is, in the scriptures, God tells us that he never, ever gives us a temptation. There's never a temptation that we cannot bear. There is never a temptation that we cannot bear. He always gives us a route out. There's always, always a way to get out of that temptation. Now, if he put himself there again, he chose to put himself at that bar. He chose to drink those drinks, which led to that. So knowing that it's a choice and not a mistake is something that needs to be addressed so that they can't just flippantly uh, just shrug it off as this little mistake that they don't take responsibility for. Because at the end of the day, they need to take responsibility for the affair. And until they take full responsibility of it, they're never fully going to understand the trauma that they imposed upon you. And they are never going to enter into a full recovery process. And the relationship will always suffer. So beautiful, these are red flags to look for before and after a betrayal. Now, when you have noticed these, one of the very first things you can do is to put up healthy boundaries. Boundaries are uh, healthy in a relationship. They help to keep you safe and they help to keep the relationship safe. And these are crucial if you are going to have a long-lasting relationship. He may push back at first, but they are necessary. So go through these red flags again. If you are dealing with them and you don't know quite what to do, below in the show notes, I have put a link for a free 30-minute uh, coaching call with me. This is like a discovery call where we can kind of hash some of this out together. 
and we can kind of see where you are and maybe what you need to be doing and going from there. So click that link below, schedule that with me. I'd love to have you um, on that discovery call with me and see how I can help you with that. And the third thing I want to tell you before I let you go today is beautiful. I've got a free five-day workshop coming up. It's going to be extremely helpful. We're going to be talking about the five seasons of betrayal and what those look like and how we can start our healing process. It's a free five-day workshop. My gift to you, you're going to be invited to a free Facebook community with women just like you who are either first discovering the betrayal or they've been walking through it for a while this is a road that i walked and and it's very helpful to get you on the road to recovery and i would love to see you a part of that registration opens august 1st but the link to that free group is in the show notes below so you can go ahead and get a jump start we're going to be doing some prizes some giveaways in there some early bird things that are going on in there and i'd love to have you be a part of it so beautiful I hope this helped today. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you more than you know. And make sure to not allow the red flags to throw you off. Make sure to take these red flags and realize that the Holy Spirit quickens us in times of need so that we can get on the path of recovery sooner than later. Be blessed. Hey, beautiful. Thanks for stopping by today and spending a little while with me. Make sure to subscribe to my podcast. And if you enjoyed the show, something really hit you in one of the moments, or you were inspired to take the next step in your healing, reach out to me and by all means, leave a review. This is the highest compliment I can receive. And make sure to screenshot this episode. Share us out on IG and Facebook stories. Tag me at Beauty Beyond Betrayal Podcast. And I'll give you a huge shout out as well. And if you're ready to move out of the devastation of betrayal and redesign your life and relationships in the way you desire them to be, hit me up in the DM. I would love to hear from you and connect. Until next time, love God, live your life passionately, and always choose joy in the midst of all circumstances that you may face. Cheers to you, beautiful.